the collision of common sense and comedy. This is Defenders Live. Hey, you know it's Wednesday? I know. The only reason I really paid attention to that was that I got paid today. <laughs> that's it. Well, I mean, that's a good reason to pay. That's the only. Well, no, I didn't need. I didn't pay attention. Like it was. I looked and went. Oh, uh-huh. there it is. It's, yeah. There's there's my money. Oh, it must be Wednesday. Oh, it must be Wednesday. Good deal, Gemini Crick. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. Uh huh. So there you go. Uh-oh. So nope. 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 I think he's frozen. Can we hear him? I don't know. Can we hear? Alan, you there? Nope. 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 Yep. So that's he's what I thought. Gone. See, that's what I thought. He dropped out. He's gone. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to have to do this again. <laughs> Patch your works in. Anyway, welcome he, to the show, everybody. Show, everybody. Yeah. Defenders Live. Waking out here, Mojo 5 We were trying to talk to a good friend of the show, uh, our buddy, Alan Chesser. Yes. He is uh, running locally here uh, for uh, NC, uh, NC State House. Oh, and he's calling us. Yeah. Or was. Was and whatever. And now he's not there. Right. But that's okay. Right. <laughs> we have to fix. Oh, there he is. He's cockeyed now. The whole thing's sideways. Did you turn your phone or something? There it is. There we go. There it is. Okay. You got to mute him? Yep. Uh, there we are. There All we right. go. So we already we kind go. of introduced you, but we'll do it again. Alan Chesser, running for uh, North Carolina State House. Right. Nah. Uh, what is technically the district number? Uh, 25. 25. Gotcha. 25. 25. Is that that Rocky Mountain area? Yeah. It is. It's uh, all of Nash County Nash except County. for Bailey and Middlesex proper. Ooh. Is there really such a thing as Middlesex proper? That's what? A stop sign? Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, it's better than interchange. Because there used to be a mechanic shop and a stop sign and at the at a corner of a crossroads, and that's it. Yeah. That was Middlesex. Yes. I don't think it's grown any. God no. bless them. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Got, a little bit. Um, they've got a storage unit place that's up there now, and they've got a shop. and so um, It's a little more. Got a little bit. A little more. Community pool. They have a community for what the three kids. <laughs> I'm picking on them. I do. I, I do pick on them. Stop no, making a- fun of my community, man. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to love it. It's just it's it's funny to say when you when you know the area, you know how small it actually is. When you start saying you know Middlesex proper, you're like really. There's like really, really. really? It's so big you have to call it proper so uh-huh. you can distinguish between the two. Right. It's, it, it makes it's me God's angry. country. It is. And that's nobody okay. hey, nobody believes us when we say that. It is. Mm-hmm. But it really is. It is. Mm-hmm. So anyway, is. yeah. welcome to the show, buddy. We've been trying to get you on for a while. I know. but Especially uh, since yeah. you... Uh, now that we know. Yeah, since the cat's out of the bag and you're running. Yeah, in a local... Uh, so that's the thing, right? So we, we talked about this and we want to make sure that we actually keep ourselves... Follow through, yeah. And follow through with this. Um this year we are digging into local body politic. Yeah. Okay? Now, so, just a clarification: some of it will be like literal interviews. Uh, well, no, no, no. But I'm just gonna say, like, some of it's literally gonna be like, uh, like 
Allen is straight up local, local. Like this, it's yes. for state government. Right. Some of it is going to be for federal, but from our state. Right. You know, it's, it's some going to be from other states. And it's all in whoever gets back to us and we can schedule between now and now and November. November. So God. whatever happens, I know it's a long time. Well, it wasn't that long until I said it just now. And then it just kind of sunk in. It's like, dead gonna. It dawned on you, didn't it? It did. It did. But like so uh, we have Alan Chester with us because one, um, he is a good friend of the show. We've mm-hmm. known him for a couple of years. We know the standard that he has in his own life. Yes. Um, and we think it's a good place to start. Oh yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna start strong, and everyone else afterwards is gonna be like, oh, you got to catch up, is what we're it's saying. Not as good. You're gonna have to catch up and hold up. Not you know? near as good. No. So there you go. No pressure or anything. No, no, not at all. No, none, none, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, you. It's fine. It can't be as bad. Uh, we, we were actually him and I were talking about it earlier. I went to a debate that he went. He was at yes, uh, a couple <laughs> years back when he was running for federal uh congress or and then it was it was really funny because it was in this little church mm-hmm. in raleigh and when i say it, clearly he was outnumbered it was it was very much outnumbered and it was to a point that they didn't let him talk because when he talked he kept making sense oh dang it and they just they didn't have the sign on the door that said no common sense yeah allowed. they leave your common sense in the car i looked I, I didn't bother looking, but it was funny to watch. I mean, you're the type of person that would look. <laughs> I would. Yeah. Because if it says it on the door, you wouldn't go. Because that's just common sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyways, let's start from the beginning. So you are running for uh, uh, state house. Why? <laughs> what like, what possessed you to go? Like... What Wait, made you announce questions, it? Dylan? I know. Well, I'm trying to lump it into one thing. Like, it, it, like what, what possession uh, no, to go it's here? easy, man. I mean, you guys have known me long enough, but for the viewers who don't, um, I've had a heart for service since I was 17 years old. Mm-hmm. I joined the military at 17 years old, straight out of military, uh, became a law enforcement officer. And I've just always tried to find ways to give back to the community. Um, I'm always looking for ways to serve. I just have a servant's heart. And so this is the... The, the next step in, in the evolution of service to my community. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it coincides with my lack of ability to sit back when, when I see things that are happening that shouldn't be happening in the public. I've always been the type to stand up to the bully and say, Hey, uh, no more of that. It stops now because mm-hmm. I'm here to stop you. Right. Um, yep. And so, yeah, it doesn't really matter what that is, whether that's the bigger kid in, in middle school or, or whether it's the government telling people that, you know, Hey, you can't go to work anymore because we said so. Right. And that's not, I mean, that's obviously a lot of bad things and things that we don't want in our community. <laughs> right. For sure. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sharing the show. I already currently. shared it. Oh, I'm doing it I, on here. I already shared it. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. did. You did. I did. Oh, well, pardon the F out of me. I did. So you wouldn't get distracted. <laughs> well, too late. <laughs> when, do you have, when do you have marriage counseling? <laughs> I don't want to do it again. I've done marriage counseling too many times. I don't want to do it anymore. It's on Thursdays. I know it used to be Tuesday, but Carrie no longer comes at all. Yeah, I know. Carrie, we miss you. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. So, like I said, when we met you, what, four years ago? Uh, What was it? It was a Franklin County. Franklin County. Republican. uh, Yeah, the 
they were having a conference meeting day or whatever. They're lo- yeah, they're mm-hmm. monthly meeting and literally it was the old folks' home. Yeah, it yeah it was. The three of us were the youngest people in the room. I'm sorry when 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 you when they when they introduce you as you know the 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 youngins. Yeah, this young man, you know it's time. We yeah, were, I thought the entire time I was there, I think I was the youngest person in the room. Um, so. But I mean, not a bad group of people over there trying to trying no, no, to do no. the right thing. I guess they were trying to do the right they thing. Were. It's just they were really old. Yeah, there's no passing <laughs> it on to the next generation. That's for sure. Or at least letting well, that's it where skip. we come in, right? Right. Yeah. That's yeah. It skipped yeah. a generation. Yeah. It's Sadly, is that, that how is that how it works? Yes. It changes gener. It skips a generation. It's like werewolf disease. It skips a generation. Oh, you know, Teen Wolf. Yeah. No, I got it. Thank you. So, thanks. My only question is. is if it skips a generation, how come I don't have it? Or my kids don't have it. And my dad died. So that just disproves your theory. I don't think we're talking about. I don't think we're talking about, we're not talking about the same thing. Is that what so. it is? Yeah, I don't think oh, that's the same. Well, dad gone. Yeah, it's not, uh, not quite there. Um, <laughs> so. All right. So uh, years of service, you've been, you, you've been led by that sort of idea uh, since basically your early teens. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and you have, from what I understand, not only have you been doing, not only did you do the military, not only did you, did you push to serve your, your local community, but you also do charity and you do, you have a nonprofit of your own. Uh, yeah, I do. Um, I, I try to keep the two separate from, from politics and that, but, uh, my wife and I do run, um, a local nonprofit, um, yeah, strictly nonprofit. We don't take anything from it. Yeah. And it's not meant to, it's not, it's just so that people get an understanding of who you are as a person. Yeah. I mean, obviously you don't have to promote it or anything like that if you don't want to. It's just, this is what you do. You are, your, your mindset is that of service. You're, you're one of those guys that literally you, you say what you mean. Yeah. It's not just something you're saying to. And you actually push forward with everything that's going on, Um, which is one of the reasons why we actually enjoy having you on. I know. Because we don't have to worry about stupidness. When but it, comes it also to seems to be one of the reasons why local politicians don't really seem to gather around you as much. Yeah. Yeah. Accountability is not really something that elected officials enjoy. You don't say. Um, what? This is new to me. I, uh, See, only on Defenders I Live hold will you feet to the fire. Well, I was going to say, mean, but only on Defenders Live can you get that inside groundbreaking information <laughs> that we had no idea before. <laughs> This is fantastic stuff. See, I told y'all he was going to be a good guest on the show, and nobody wanted to listen. And there it is, the dirt from behind the scenes. There you go. No, no politician likes to be held accountable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I know. Anyway, sorry. I just completely just sandbagged that. I'm sorry. Start again. But... Rewind that. We'll edit right, that yeah, out. Yeah, we're we'll just gonna edit, edit that, that out. out. Yeah, no, worry. we're not. We're <laughs> never gonna edit anything. Yeah, Chris is off. Chris is out of town for a while. I don't he's know not what he's doing. He's, yeah, well. <sighs> but so okay, you lived in really. Sorry, are you okay? No, I'm not. I'm tired. Jeez. So you lived in Rocky Mount for how long? Like Nash County and all that. Uh, uh, I moved here in uh, 2018. Uh, not not far. I would. 
seven miles down the road in Bunn before I moved here. So um, I've always kind of lived in, in two counties between Franklin and Ash County growing up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so in 2018, my, my wife and I just bought an old farmhouse on the just off of 231 in the Samaria district. And uh, so and the rest just is recently history. sold that and buy, bought a bought a new house a little further down 231 towards <laughs> Middlesex since you guys want to bash on Middlesex so much. <laughs> you just want to make it grow bigger. That's all. I understand. You want to give it some... He's trying to add population. You is. I know. Well, especially his family. We, we, we just did. Them. We added seven. That's, there you go. That's it. And that's good. No, so... <laughs> so uh, I, I take it that you're uh, you're a guy that really likes a fixer upper, then. Uh, yeah. So the last house was definitely that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess w- where other people see things that it have have lost their intrinsic value, I see things that are worth restoring. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like there's a political statement hidden in there somewhere. It does sound I, I don't. Like I, it, don't but I, I don't hear it at all. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just, no, I thought I that heard would, it, but I couldn't tell you. I what mean, it is. wasn't an easy layup or anything. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it's almost like you're feeding him the easy stuff. Here. <laughs> I mean, you can jump in any time. <laughs> oh no, I know. No, you're you're doing this phenomenally. I was just going to kind of let this ride until you got tired and see what would happen. Well, uh, before we before we continue on, uh, we have to do one thing, and that is to say goodbye, Facebook. Bye, Facebook. We'll see y'all later. Yeah, if you need to be watching on Rumble in. You don't know the website anyway. You don't know because you're not there. Exactly. They're gone already. Right. So it doesn't matter. Bye. So goodbye. Now we can talk the real dirt. (laughs) Now it's your turn. Now it's my turn. So we do have some questions Mm -hmm. that we were going to start asking. Because again, this stuff that we want to start asking Mm -hmm. all the politicians that come through, they're all going to be not exactly these, but it'll be variations of it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Just to kind of give you an idea of who he is. That way, if you happen to live in the North Carolina area, and in this case, in the Nash County area, the 25th district, um, then you would know a little bit better about one of your candidates. So, Mr. Allen, how would you decrease the overall tax burden in your state? Uh, so yeah, actually, um, that that's one of the things I'm actually running on is it's it's going to start really weird because I start from the angle of inflation. You guys have known me since my federal days, where mm-hmm. um, I was I was a stalwart of of controlling federal spending and getting the deficit and the debt under control. Um, so at the state level, we can't do anything about that. We can't control how much the federal government spends, right. how much they add to the debt and deficit, okay. or how much the Fed is printing. We can't do anything about that at the state level. Correct. But what we can do, and, and since those things cause inflation, mm-hmm. I mean, proven, right? Right. What we can do is we can alleviate some of the uh, the state tax burden on on the taxpayers of North Carolina and those who happen to spend funds in North Carolina. And so I would actually offer or or be a sponsor or co-sponsor on a bill that would reduce the tax burden on, on the citizens of the state in the form of sales tax, gas tax, what have you. So um, currently through inflation, since our taxes are based off a of percentage value, uh, the government is raking it in as, as inflation and prices go up. You don't mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think instead of the, the state government, you know, profiteering, off of the suffering of the people, we can sacrificially lower the uh, the, the tax burden on the people and suffer alongside. Mm-hmm. Okay. All okay. right. 
right. That's a good one. I mean, that that is good. That is good. Uh, just a little follow-up here. So you are kind of more, you're more along the lines of a fair flat tax is what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, flat is as close to zero as we can get it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, what about That's state? Pretty flat. What about state income tax? I'm not a huge supporter of state income tax. Um, I believe that, that setting a flat tax and understanding that, uh, all right, a tax rate essentially tells you how big you want your government to be. Right. So when you set a tax and, and they're, they're consuming a portion of the, the, the GDP, mm-hmm. um, you're actually saying, okay, well, I want... Of, of all the money we make in the state, I want the government to be 10% of that or 13% of that. And mm-hmm. I think that's way too much government. Um, so, and if it was just a sales tax or if it was just an income tax, but we've got so many taxes that they, I don't know any normal citizen walking down the street that can tell you everything that they pay in taxes every year. Oh no, uh, no! Most no. people can't even go to Burger King and, and buy a value meal without looking at the receipt and tell you how much they just paid in tax. Right, because they have no idea. I mean, they don't even because know because they don't know the food value tax. So many taxes that are just hidden in there. Mm-hmm. Um, like no, nobody knows how much the, the price at the gas pump is taxes versus the actual cost of the fuel. Right, especially here in North Carolina, we have no idea. That's roughly right. like forty cents right now, something like that. It's I'm pretty sure incredible. Yeah, it's, it's too damn much. That's yeah, for sure. it, it is definitely too much. So I've got one, and, and I've thought about this. is pretty neat. So you're talking about the having, you know, the controlling the spending and everything else from that angle. What is your take on tax swapping? As in, you know, you cut, you know. Taxes for this side in order to raise them over here to offset whatever you're trying to do. So, yeah, tax swapping or offsetting is what they try to call it. Yeah. Um, And I I don't like it because generally um, if you're able to cut tax, this tax over here, it means you didn't need it in the first place. That's the only reason they're willing to lower it or get rid of it is because it wasn't necessary in the first place. And they're going to falsely inflate this tax over here, which either... previously didn't exist, which meant the government was functioning just fine without it, mm-hmm. or now they're going to raise it arbitrarily for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, generally, you see that in the form of a luxury tax or a punishment tax, right? We don't want our kids um, smoking flavored tobacco, so we're going to increase the tax on it because kids care how much they're paying for flavored tobacco. No, they don't. Because um, they're they using don't. the parents' they, money. I mean, the, these taxes don't do anything <laughs> um, except increase the tax burden on the, on, um, the lower uh, income bracket. Yeah. Yeah. I just lost my word there, but, but these taxes don't do anything except for, for punish lower income. Mm-hmm. You see, we made him stumble there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we got him. We got him. It's okay. See, yeah. One, nothing us. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so what about, okay, another fun one to talk about is education. One of the things that drives me nuts is just public schools, period. Sadly, my children have to be a part of it, and I I can't stand it. Um, But it feels like, especially what with COVID having gone down and everything else, parents are losing more and more power in, or not even power, say, voice, whatever, in school. 
Mm-hmm. What, what do you have? Do you have a plan? Uh, uh, do you have an idea of a way to, to for, even for Nash what do you County? See? Like, well, yeah, what, what do you at? think? What is, well, it's kind of a three a couple parter question again. Like you tell me, um, what is your take on schools? And and do you have a plan to to kind of make it better and put it back into the hands of the parents? And uh, so, so this is where where we get to draw a really definitive line because I understand. Like, I'll get back to education in a second if you give me some some latitude here to explain what I think is a greater issue that we're seeing in politics. Okay, okay, um, and, and just in the political spectrum altogether, um, everyone knows where there's a problem, mm-hmm. and most people even know what the problem is. It's the solutions that suck. Yes, <laughs> yes, okay? I, I agree. Um, they're either completely absent or they create more problems than they solve. Um, I've I've said it for years. Bernie Sanders and AOC, they point out almost all the right problems. It's their solutions that I disagree with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And so that's where we fall on education. Almost everybody who's running all the time talks about education. We got to fix education. Education's got to be a priority, but nobody has an answer. They either want to do a study group after they're elected. And then that will tell them what the answers will be or like, they just want to blame people um, for there being a problem, but we, that doesn't actually solve anything. Yeah. So, um, yes, I have ideas on how we can get our education system back on track. First and foremost, um, CRT is the, the hot button ticket right now for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, critical race theory, in case you didn't know. Right. Our lieutenant governor does a great job of going out and, and being a champion of, you know, trying to crush the CRT movement. Um but then we want to replace it with another curriculum. Um, while I want to, I'm a 100% against CRT. I'm, I, I, I want to stomp that uh, curriculum into the ground. I don't want it infecting our children for generations to come. Because I it don't think it's, you know, an accurate representation of history. There are pieces of it that are accurate. Yeah, we, you teach accurate history. I agree with that. But you don't force feed ideology to, to our children. That's indoctrination. That's yep. not education. Right. Okay. Yeah. Ideology and, so and I, history are two very different things. Yes. Right. And so I'm, I'm very skeptical of the state at all dictating curriculums. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I want to roll that back to where the curriculum is established at the most local level possible. Mm-hmm. So at the very, at the very largest, it should be your local school board that gives the parent as much influence as possible over what is being taught to their children. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Second, second part of this is I believe that funding for public schools and public education should follow the child, not specifically be allocated to schools, but to the children. We have the ability to do this. We have a pool of money. We know how many kids are of school age within the state. It's a simple math problem. If we can't do it, it's proof that our educational curriculums are failing. If we can't do that simple division. Right. Right. That funding should follow the child regardless of where the parents choose to educate their child. Mm-hmm. This would cause public schools to compete with private schools and even home schools. Um, and then it would actually allow us to track where the money's going. So we would see money fleeing from underperforming schools and going to higher performing schools. And then we could study why are people leaving this school and going to that school? I can, I can tell you flat out before you get there, before you get there, I can tell you flat out the one way, the one thing that's going to be called, called out from that. You ready for it? Ready? Yeah. Racism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, 
it's it's not. It's, I know. We're I know. Following <laughs> the dollars. Yes. Right. Right. Um, and so that allows us an opportunity to see these schools that would then be underserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we can address that individually instead of at a district level. Right now, if you know your schools are underperforming, they they come in and they just pump money into the district. Yeah. And and so I would rather it be very more isolated and 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 targeted with with the funding rather than this you know one size fits all treatment that we currently have for education. Right. So it would be very similar to the the. The, the school voucher programs and things like that where the, the district or the county is paying the student to find a, to, to go to the best school that they can possibly get into. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got a lot more going on because I, I got some good questions yeah, and more stuff. Do. More with Alan Chester on the other side. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Peter Serafin from Liberty Lighthouse takes a moment to thank Governor Wolf from Pennsylvania for all that he's done for this COVID-19 crisis. Thank you for keeping COVID out of our nursing home. Wait, you didn't do that. I'll skip to the next one. Thank you for protecting small business. You didn't do that either. Thank you for making sure our unemployed workers were able to receive their benefit. Thank you for being ever-present to deal with... Thank you for leading by example. Oh, thank you for working with the legislature to get things. Thank you for common sense travel restrictions. Oh, good Lord. Thank you for using science to establish restaurant guidelines. Ah, dang it. At least we have sports. We can enjoy watching a couple hours of high school athletics and forget all of the craziness for a short Seriously, this is getting ridiculous. Liberty Lighthouse, Saturdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Mojo 5.0. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-562-2407. That's 800-562-2407. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. This is Defenders Live. Ooh, boy. Now, before we get back to everything with the interview, we need to let you guys know. Drugs are bad, okay? Okay. No, uh, what what we need to talk to you guys about is um, if you're listening to us on the radio, or you're going through and you used to watch us on Facebook or all the rest of it, and you're like, what the heck happened? One, 
Where do they go? We are trying to give back more to the people that actually support our shows. Yeah, because there's a few people have been doing it for quite some time that haven't gotten anything really. Other than a shirt. And I mean, that's nice. That was three years ago. And that's nice. It's got holes in it. It's too small now. They probably need another one now. We probably Probably, got to swap it out. We might do that. I don't know. But then again, she is a short person. So (laughs) God bless her. It's more like a nightgown. Um, But besides her specifically. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> those people out there that have been supporting us and, and giving to the show and making sure that we can do other little things. We wanted to give back to them. Yep. Um, and the best way that we knew how, cause we didn't have any additional time. We didn't have any additional funding to do any weird stuff or cool stuff. And we obviously can't afford to have an entire staff of people doing things behind the scenes. So, so what we did is we've started, uh, our second hour is for defenders only. We've set it up that way. What does that mean? That means the first hour is live on the radio on Mojo Five O, going through. We project it through everywhere except for Facebook after five, 15 minutes because... Screw Facebook. Screw Facebook. Um, but if you want to become a defender with us, it's five bucks a month or it's 50 bucks a year. You get a shirt, uh, plus you get the next hour, uh, the next hour of our show. For free, just part of that. It's yeah. well, five, it's, not five, it's not. It's five bucks a month. That's literally a Starbucks cup of coffee. That's a less month. than a Starbucks coffee a month. So not that big of a deal. No, it's not. And, you, and yeah, so for all of you that are that are defenders, you get basically a two hour show, just like normal. Yeah, you don't miss a beat. Stuff like that is what's helping and supporting us getting our uh, paying our way. Uh, to things like CPAC, yeah, to making to... sure that we're there so that we can give you better, uh, better interviews, better, better upfront, close personal things, so that you have more information in your hands yep. moving forward for everything that we have. So, yep. and, the, you, and just so I was gonna say real fast, the yeah. best place to watch us if you're only gonna be able to do like some people can't do it. Like it's you know money is tight. Like the inflation, the the society out there right now, the economy is crap. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's almost. I see the greatest meme I saw, you know, everybody's doing the 10 year challenge. Yes. The greatest one I've seen so far was, uh, it was a dollar bill on this side and a penny on this side, you know, 10 year, 10 year challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And which one's first it made, well, the the dollar was first. It was in 2009 and now it's only worth a penny. Yeah. Point is, is that, you know, we understand that money's tight. So if you want to go and still watch the full hour, but without having any issues and, and, and still it will support us and help us is you go to rumble, Rumble. rumble.com. Defenders Live, make sure while you're watching it that you hit that like button and stuff. It helps gain traction with the algorithms and stuff and puts us out in front of more people. Yes. The more stuff that we can get out in front of, the the more that, you know, we're exposure and it, it does help actually. It When I say minutely, it's very minute. I think we, they, we've earned 16 cents. Sure. In the past year. But that's more than YouTube. That's way more than any of the other ones. <laughs> yeah. We've lost money to Facebook. Yes, we have. So... Just saying, you, yeah. by doing stuff like that is what helps us actually do it. So there you go. You, that's another option for, for, those for you guys out there for the regular one hour show. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But there's your answer. That's anyway, right. back to this. So we were talking about education. Mm-hmm. We we're going through the homeschool setup. And you and, went through the, you mentioned the voucher. Right. The voucher thing. program, which is a great idea. Yeah. Um, or just finding a way to fund the kids without having a voucher itself. Because some people say, voucher program, that's weird. And they get freaked out by it. 
Yeah, they do. But finding a way to help sponsor those children to schools that are good for them <laughs> and actually mm-hmm. get them growing and, and having a real education. And then you talked to, uh, you, you also talked on the fact of, uh, you know, critical race theory, trying to get that out of schools, making sure that people that are taught history are actually taught history and not indoctrination or ideology, which is technically a separate class. <laughs> Usually you go to college before you get that kind of stuff. Well, that's where CRT started. <laughs> oh no, I know that, but I'm saying usually they waited until college, but they start getting smarter and going, Hey, let's hit them earlier. Yeah. So, so there you uh, go. So, so out of that and moving along, because by, by the way, so far we're right in the same vein to where we thought we would be. Yeah. I'm honest. We're, yeah. It is, it is, but it's, you know, Hey, we're making progress. Yeah. The, the, so 10 years in, in politics, I'm still consistent. Yeah, exactly. So far. Yes. So far. So yes. Far. So right. far. Right. Yes. You're doing good. You're doing good, kid. You're doing good. Um, Maybe it's because it's local. It's my, yeah. <laughs> it's like at this point, it's like, eh. So I've got, it was, this question was already actually asked earlier to one of the comments on stuff. And um, I was kind of wanting to pitch this. Now, obviously Donald Trump is no longer president. Correct. Did he, he, we have a former vice president. We Joe can, Biden. yeah, we can, yeah. Joe Biden is now president. Yeah, or but, uh, or President Kamala Harris, who he that he mentioned for the second time now. Oh my God! Anyway, all I can think of every time I th- hear him talking now is, do you ever see that? I know you have the the TikTok where the little kids going down the slide and his head just bobbing back and forth between both sides of the slide till it gets to the bottom. <laughs> He stands up and he's like, "Oh, my head hurts." And it says, 75 years later," and it shows Joe Biden standing there doing some speech about how if you drive an electric car across the country, you could drive an electric car on one tank of gas across the entire country. That's the greatest video ever. Anyway, that's awesome. <laughs> I did not see that. Andy, oh, it's good. I have to. You have a question. I do. That a lot of people have asked is, is, is what is your take on Trump? Now, I know what a lot of other people are asking. And they want to know, well, are you a Trump guy? Are you whatever? That doesn't matter. I did that. That's yeah. You know, as well as, as we know you like that, the, the, the people worship is not where it's at. No, it's not where it's at. Having said that though, what would your takes be on if we've got another, say, Donald Trump in, or if Donald Trump was a, you know, does run in 2024 Again. and does win and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What is your take on, on, on something like that? Him. Him and stuff. Stuff and things and things and stuff. Oh, well, it, so I don't know which end of that to, to tackle first. Um, I, w- <laughs> I would go with the. I'll work backwards. How about that? Sure. There you go. Um, the last question you asked is if he runs again and wins, where, where do I think we are? Well, I hope we're back at the first two years of Trump and not the last two years of Trump. Um, I hope we're back where we're cutting regulations. Um, we're making peace deals in the Middle East. Um, we're working on getting the troops out. Uh, we're not. Wait, you think, you know, wait a minute. You think Joe Biden getting us out of Afghanistan was not the right way of doing things? That wasn't the right way? You know, literally creating a vacuum, creating a vacuum and leaving $84 billion worth of equipment. That's not how you leave an occupied territory. Yeah, I don't know how you um, finish finish taking the test for someone and mess it up so poorly. Um, You literally had one question left. Yeah, getting out of Afghanistan was, you know, wholeheartedly something I agreed with doing. The way we did it just... 
baffles me. All Joe Biden had to do was sign his name at the test. He just had to sign his name and he still couldn't get it right. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> he signed it Borg 9. Oh, God. sorry. Continue on, sir. <laughs> so, yeah. So you hope that if he does get elected, we're looking at the more, more like the first two years than the second two years, because he was basically just crushed in the second two years, uh, mainly due to uh, fa- uh, fake pandemics and all the rest of it. Uh, yeah. I w- and I would also hope that we would be making more of an emphasis of getting spending and, and um, debt and deficit under control before it just crushes us. I, I don't think Trump is ever going to get there. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah he's the, not the, man the guy calls for himself that? the debt king. I just no. I don't. Think I mean, it sounds good. Yeah, I like it. It would be nice. But. He spends because he can. Now you, now you guys are tiptoeing all over why I think running for state office is where it's at. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if we can save the federal level at this point. That's kinda, uh, that's I know there's a lot of people running, saying that they think they can, and more power to them, man. Uh, but I think at this point we need to be insulating our state against the overreach of the federal government. And, you know, the, the 10th amendment gives that, that power to us at the, at the state legislature. So that's where I'm trying to go. So, so one might say that local elections are way more important to have more of an impact on, on the people as individuals than and their daily lives and their daily lives. Yeah. Then, then say the, uh, the, the, the primary election in, 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 you know, for the presidency and whatnot. Mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. midterms are the ones that are actually more, might have more weight. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? That's, that's what it sounds like. Sounds, I swear I've heard that before. <laughs> Couldn't have been us saying it for the past four years. No, um, not at all. Not, <laughs> not at all. So, uh, a side note. So, I, you know, I hear that uh, in, in Nash, it is a, uh, it's important to be, Local, you know. Uh, well, it's almost a requirement. Like what I mean by that is, you know, not only do you it's live almost like it's in the law that you have to live. Not only do you say. live there, but you do business there. Not only do you do business there, but you do the church there. Not only do you do the church there, but you do community service there. Not only do you do, everything has to be local in the Nash County local politic. I hear that this is a big issue there. What, what, do, you, what do you say to that? I don't think it's a big issue. I just think we're we're a tight knit community, and we're trying. You know, people will try to squeeze any advantage they can anywhere they can. Uh-huh. Um, I feel you like know, trying to throw a dirt ball is what I feel like you're no, trying no, to no, do. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Let him finish. Okay. Let him finish. Okay, no, okay go ahead. Finish. Sorry, I apologize. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I, I live here. I work here. Um, run a nonprofit soccer league for the community here. So. Um, I, like I said, I don't know. It's just a that takes it's a patience. pretty tight knit community. That takes patience. Yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't do that. I hear it is a very tight knit. We're community. already in our fifth year, man. It's grown every year. That's awesome. I can't. I can't do that. I could never do coaching of some other person's kid because I I'd yell at them like I'd yell at my kid. <laughs> it's not a good thing. I'll just start getting emails after the first practice. <laughs> I'm under the impression you called my son a dumbass. <laughs> it's probably not the best. <laughs> well, ma'am, I didn't call him stupid, so we're going. That's a step up. No, I thought it was funny. What I said was that he was dumber than a box of rocks. <laughs> I asked him if he got dressed by himself in the morning, or did Mama help him? That's mm-hmm. what I asked. 
didn't say anything about him being dumb. That's right. Anyway. But no, so. You had a point. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, because I've heard. You've heard? You know, I've heard that uh, other people going for the same office mm-hmm. happen to uh, slide that in on a down low. What are they sliding in? They, That's they, gross. They, well. That's their own private business. No, they, they just they kind of t- snuck that one in, you know, making sure to dig that one in. What do you mean? As a, you know, oh, they're, they're, oh, everything that they person do is, is uh, all local, everything local and all their, I'm sorry, that person's from Virginia. You don't say. <laughs> just going to put that out there. Huh. They're from Virginia. Not from Virginia. They're from Virginia. Like. I'm but talking Northern Virginia. I was going to say, so we're not saying like Clarksville or I'm talking Danville Hampton. Or, shut up. <laughs> I didn't know it was that far. <laughs> oh, oh, you do. If you just said Boynton, we could have been okay and be like, all right, but no, 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 no. South Hill. All yeah. right. We're okay. Hampton. Hampton. Uh, that's above not- Richmond. No. <laughs> yeah, once you cross Richmond, you're done. Sorry. I'm just saying. Mason Dixon line goes just a teensy mile, mile or two I'm above just- it. I'm saying you know some people they have a different life and they go in and out and they do their thing and but you know being part of the community is a great thing and that's and that's awesome but if you're only part of the community and you'll only been part of the community since you you know whatever time you've moved there it's not like you're local local no you don't have to be local local i'm just i'm saying it's not like you're local local like this guy's local Shut up. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm not, I mean, we're not going into details, but are you serious? Oh my God. <laughs> this guy's local. Unlike other people. Oh, that's all I'm saying. Unlike other people that are running, this guy is actually. He's at team. least, you know, born and bred home, you know, <clears throat> homeboy, hometown. Yeah, hometown boy. Hometown hero. That's what I was looking for. Sorry. I was. And by hero, you mean he served. Yes. <laughs> or serviza. Still. Serviza. In in multiple capacities. But yeah, you you have more questions, I'm sure. Oh, I mean, I had I'm some... sorry. That was just a that was I, just I a, hope so. That was just a plug and now is Well, like yeah, like I've talked we talk all the time, so like I it, coming up with questions to ask you for people who haven't heard you is, is actually a lot harder than it sounds. Thank you very much. <clears throat> This is, this is why we would just throw you into like the normal stuff that we talk about, and then they can kind of you understand. You make it sound like it's my fault. No, no, but no, it's just it's easy to it's easy just to have you on the show and just do we've the been show, doing it for years, and have you comment on the things that are going on because one, we know what you're, we know where you sit in that response range. He's in his office. Yeah, that in too. Office. See, yeah, in your office. But I'm talking about like. Politically, where he sits. In a chair, I hope. Yeah, hopefully so. It'd be really weird for him not... Uh, well, Sometimes people do stools. You don't know. He could do a wheelchair and he could be like Madison Cawthorn. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, just, I'm done with you. I'm just saying. I'm done with you. So, I, I one of the things... That I do have one that's been thrown around. That they've... Um, it's been a huge... I say huge. There's been a lot of discussion I've heard, at least... Two years ago, it's kind of dwindled lately thanks to COVID and everything else. Right. Um, but there was talks about uh, at least other states have done it. I believe Tennessee is one of them mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that have gone to uh, constitutional carry as far as for guns and permits and 
and whatnot. Where exactly are you standing in said thing? Do you, how does, do you believe? Now I see why I see you say it's hard for you to come up with questions because you already know the answer. That's, yeah, that's um, it. Yeah. There you yeah, go. So, right. so yeah, with, with constitutional carry, um, yeah, I mean, clearly I'm a constitutional carry guy. I actually, uh, so right before COVID, it was probably the January, February after COVID kicked off. So I don't know if that, uh, it's been so long now. I can't remember if that was 20 or 21. I think it's 20. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, there was that big rally, the two a rally in Virginia. And so every other state started wanting to do the same thing. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden all these two a rallies started going around and popping up at the County commissioner's office for each County, mm-hmm. but they weren't actually doing anything. Um, they're, they, they were what I called toothless. Right. They had yeah. no teeth. They had no accountability in them. Right. Um, and I'm a big fan of accountability and, and actually having, um, I, I've got what I call the, the four E's for when I look at legislation, right? Mm-hmm. Is it effective? Is it essential? Is it effective? You know, is it efficient and is it enforceable? Right. Those, those are the ways I look at legislation, right? Is it absolutely essential that the government do this? Chances are no, Right. Is it effective? Mm-hmm. Does it actually solve the issue it sets out to do it? Does it do it efficiently? Yeah. And then can we actually enforce it in the end? Because, I mean, everything the government does has to be enforced right. at some point. I'm a former law enforcement officer. I understand that portion. So yeah. I don't want to put people out there, you know, to create criminals that, you know, you can't actually enforce anything on. Right. Um, so. I look at it that way. And so all these resolutions were coming in and they were, they were calling themselves sanctuary um, counties and sanctuary solutions to a sanctuary, this to a sanctuary that. Yeah. But when you actually read the resolutions, they didn't say anything other than we will encourage all our citizens to follow the law. Well, what happens if it's the law that says you can't have a gun or that you can't carry a gun or that you can't carry a gun concealed? Right. That's right, what we're right. trying to to, you know, protect ourselves against with with mm. these Second Amendment uh, resolutions. Yeah. So I wrote my own and presented it to Nash County um, there soon after. And I, it, it had some teeth that actually had language in there that said, hey, um, any agency that wants to enforce red flag gun laws against the citizens of Nash County will lose county funding. It didn't say how much, you know, that discretion's up to the county commissioners and mm-hmm. and severity the language of, of my <laughs> resolution but it, you know there was actually some enforceability to it there was actually some bite to it hey there's gonna be a consequence if, if you enforce these uh red flag gun laws yeah and uh yeah it it didn't pass surprisingly <laughs> um no they formed, they formed a they formed a committee right um and then amended my my resolution to be unrecognizable and passed the new version. And essentially the new version said, you know, we'll encourage the, the citizens of Nash County to, uh, follow the law. That's stupid because you already should. (laughs) That's kind of, you know, rule one for, if you're a law abiding citizen of of gun ownership period is just in general. Okay. You're a law abiding citizen. Hey, we're going to pass a resolution that uh, you guys should just, uh, in general, follow the law. Okay. Meaning what? Why did you do well, that? Well, you know what makes that difficult is, what is it? There's 250,000 <clears throat> gun, gun laws, laws in the country. Most are local. But it's still. Most are localized. That's so, still. I mean, but still. 
the the more devastating part of that is it I mean it's all gun enforcement laws is handled locally. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um and, and so that's where it's important is the enforcement side. Mm-hmm. Um again, the protection of the citizens comes as locally as we can possibly get it. Mm-hmm. Uh there's this whole idea of I'm gonna put on my, my Jeffersonian hat for a second. There's this whole concept of nullification and interposition, which is where lower tiers of the government, if you picture it kind of as a pyramid with the federal on top, um, their largest duty is to protect and secure the rights of their citizens from the tier above them. Right. right? Uh, and s- the last two years have afforded us the greatest opportunity to, to see the federal government just trample all over our rights. They're spending money like it's going out of style. Mm-hmm. Um and we're starting to actually feel the effects of that, that, you know, I've been warning about for years that it would cause inflation. Um, I actually got in trouble when Trump was president because when he was claiming all those record highs on, on the stock market, I was mm-hmm. saying if the stock market is a hedge of inflation and that's what makes it a good investment, we cannot say that some of the gains in the stock market are not directly related to inflation. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and now we're actually seeing, uh, I think one of the models that I saw today had inflation at over 7% in the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's insane. Yeah. And so the, the federal government has completely <clears throat> abandoned all hope of reining itself in. So it is incumbent upon the states to protect their citizens from an unruly federal government. Uh, yeah. And so, I mean, that's, that's the constitutional bounds. That's the constitutional limitations that, that we've placed on our government structure. Mm-hmm. And so I want to be part of protecting the, the citizens of, of North Carolina and specifically Nash County <clears throat> right. um, from, from the erosion of their rights and liberties. So to, to piggyback on that, our current president, Joe O'Biden, was in Georgia recently. Georgia. Giving uh, giving a speech about voter uh, vo- voter laws and election Ugh. laws and uh, everything of that such. Paper mache and all that jazz. Based upon the wording that he gave out and the, what they're trying to push, it goes to it goes to the line of Joe O'Biden wants to somehow after they get rid of the filibuster, they want to. Make elections run by by the federal government. They want to run elections via the federal government, so the state is no longer running it. Everything becomes uh, uh, everything becomes controlled by the federal government, and they issue mandates, much like the uh, national education system and how that works out, where they issue mandates and then they spend money in a certain way to force the state to do what they want. Right, they're they're going to financially subsidize it. That way, they can control it. Right. Um, you guys have heard me say this before. As soon as the government starts throwing money at something, you know they have no authority in that that area. Yep. That's why they are financially subsidizing vaccines <laughs> here locally. Our our school board. I don't know if our county commissioners voted on it or not. I need to look into that. But um, our local schools are offering vouchers, a hundred dollar gift cards for children who get vaccinated at school. That absolutely tells you they have no authority to be in that realm at all. Whenever Mm -hmm. they're financially subsidizing Mm -hmm. something, it means they have no authority there. They're trying to buy your silence and buy your support. Right. Um, And so if they're going to do the same thing, um, one, 
for the federal government to then come in and regulate elections, it would require a constitutional amendment because the the Constitution says that the time, place, and manner of elections is determined by each state. Right. Um, and so that you know, they just don't have the authority there, so they're going to try and leverage financial support in some way to to gain that authority through voluntary compliance. Mm-hmm. So which that, is another that's, reason that's that why you, you need know. really strong conservatives and, and liberty warriors up there defending you at the state level because it's, mm-hmm. it would be incumbent upon each state to decide whether or not they're going to comply with that federal mandate or recommendation or want that federal funding. So what you're saying is if, if that were to pass and that was to happen and you were elected into office, uh, you, you would not be supporting such a measure? No, I would not support turning over uh, our state authority in our state's elections to the federal government, not, not in the slightest bit. Okay. What, about, um, what about like New York currently? Where their their mayor is uh, the new mayor is passing a law uh, to where he is allowing. I, I told you I live in Middlesex, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I'm saying, and you're throwing this out there when there's like a I'm minute saying, left in that. What hour. if our it, here in North Carolina? What if our governor came out and he decided that he was is going gay? to? Why would he come out? Not that, shush. You, oh. We have a minute. What if he came out and said, <laughs> "I am going to allow." all non-citizens in North Carolina to vote legally. He doesn't have that authority. We have a board of elections that determines that and our voting uh, parameters are set by the state legislature, not by the executive in our state. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. So you're saying that you wouldn't support that? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, no. I, I, are you sure? There's a little. I feel there's a little bit of hesitation. There's some wiggle room there. I think you there know? was a there was a pause in your voice. I want to make doubly sure that you know. Or was that just a blip in the audio? <laughs> it's the lagging Skype. That, well, I, see, and you took up my time because I, I, I I'm gonna are have. To, are you gonna try to reclaim your time? No, I can't. I'm gonna have to recede my time, remainder of my time to the to the guest. I because I music's about to play in like 15 seconds. So yes, because um, I was gonna ask. Like, what is his idea of or understanding of what government is, what the role is of government, period. Go. But you have 10 oh, seconds. Yeah, sure. It's it's through <laughs> the rights and liberties of the people. The end. Ta-da. Done. I, I don't think he needed and there's 10 the music. seconds. He didn't and there need was the 10 music. seconds. See? You did a good job. It's almost like I knew him. Like you planned it. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't, I promise. Oh, so anyway. Good times ahead by all. Thank you so much, Alan Chester, for hanging out with us. Running for the 25th District, New York. Or New York. Damn uh, North you. Carolina. North Carolina. Thank God not New York. We you? need help here. North Jeez. Carolina House. Oh, appreciate him hanging out and being here with us. Appreciate y'all listening. Um, if you are Defenders, you have a whole other hour coming up behind this. If you're not, you still have time. Go to doaeshow.com. It is doaeshow.com. Sign up as a Defender right now. That's $5 a month or $50 for a, per year. You automatically get a T-shirt and uh, you get an extra hour. That's every right. single day of the show, period. Plus, we've got new things coming down the line that we're talking around and bouncing around trying to get things set up to make it even more beneficial so y'all get more stuff for supporting us as a way of thank you so go to doaeshow.com become a defender with us do that and do that now also follow us on rumble 
uh, on Defenders Live. Um, Alan, real fast, what is your socials? Uh, yeah, just alanchester.com. There you go. Alanchester.com. You want to be able to support and help out? We got another app. Bye, y'all. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O.